Welcome to the Movie Vault Podcast. Starring Zach Leewald, Ben Stanhope, and Alec Walkman. Hi guys. <laughs> Which is really confusing because uh, I introduced Zach, so I'm actually Ben, and then the other person who said something was Zach, and then Alec was Alec, so he's not. I Alec. have two voices, and this one. A- Alec and his split personality. Yeah. I have multiple <laughs> characters. <laughs> he is uh, Alec West. Alec West? Because Kanye. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Also, we do that invitation to Kanye still open. So, poor Kanye. Kanye. Anna tweeted about that on our uh, Ruby Vault Twitter. Dude, if Kanye hits you up, I'm coming to the studio. And, like, I will. Dude, totally, when Kanye's entourage comes down to David's. I will drool all over this floor staring at Kanye. All right. Well, (laughs) if you have any uh, any ideas as far as how we're going to get Kanye onto this podcast, then uh, we will. If you have any connections, like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, because, like, statistically, that's probable. Just tag him in every single instagram post <laughs> i don't think he has instagram just post i think like, he does tag him in a post every two minutes and yeah someone will catch on spam his posts yeah add him on twitter wait like, create a subreddit devoted to getting kanye slash get kanye on the movie vault r slash kanye movie vault I-, I wonder whether kanye is like a cinephile at all like i he, i don't know i doubt he is like i bet he no you know music, but he probably likes movies, but like I don't know uh, if he's file. Because I listened to a Joe Rogan. Kanye was on Joe Rogan. Dude, that guy, Kanye is insane. Have you heard him talk? Yeah, no. He's all over the I, place, I man. I honestly could not listen to that episode because Kanye was so hard to follow. Oh, I loved it, but like he, he cannot think in a straight line. No, he always... Um, somebody described it like this. I think it was... It, it might have been... I think it was Joe Rogan earlier before he even came on the podcast. He said, Kanye is such a genius that he has like so many thoughts like racing it through his head yeah and it's like they're in front of him and he just like he just has to like keep grabbing them out of the air and he's he insane man he can't connect them together like he's just like you could say he's so genius or it's just the way his brain d- it works yeah. is so different from everyone else which is what makes his art so interesting probably yeah. is more what it's like but uh um man, I, I mean i hope everything he's going through right now like you know with uh i think news is out that kim kim filed for divorce as of like today so another note in the kanye saga well, that's, that's fine kanye is jeffrey Je- wait oh yeah. Star. Jeffrey Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> anyway we have to get to our actual movie that we reviewed which today i i'm telling you we have a treat for you guys today oh my gosh and it's amazing uh, what you guys need to do is go on to amazon prime if you have amazon prime and what and i will say um, if you're a younger viewer, you might want to not watch this movie. This isn't for the probably, small boys. Probably not for the small the, the the small boys. The youngins. So viewer discretion is advised. It's not like the the worst. It's not. No, movie. it wasn't that bad. But you just uh, just to, to acknowledge that. There's a little bit of blood. Yeah. Um. But this movie is called Killer Sofa. Killer Sofa. <laughs> um. A sexually charged sofa-related horror movie. And that's not wrong. It it really is a movie about a sofa that stands on its hind legs or hind leg rest to kill people. It is the most bizarre thing you will ever see. It's directed by Bernie Rayo, and it was released in the year 2019, the year of our Lord 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it has a, a, a budget of unknown, but the price of a sofa is a thousand dollars or under on average. So we're guessing that's probably how much it costs to make. Yeah, Honestly, probably. you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> and, wrong. Uh, who who knows how much this movie grossed? I don't even know whether it was theatrically released. Like I have no idea. 
Probably just went straight to Prime. That, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, like, it I, was made for Prime. Prime, like, have a budget for, like, these, like, stupid movies that they just need, like, in their catalog. There are so many of them. Well, they just they, need to make these movies so that they can say, oh, we have over 10,000 movies in our collection. So there's got to That is been, what they do. There's got to have I been bet. older movies like Gremlins and, like, that, like... Where what is if, Gremlins? Is that on a streaming what, platform? Now? I have no idea, but I think Gremlins is, like, an older movie that was, like weird and like i feel like would have influenced a movie like this it's existed. a cult classic yeah, yeah so yeah. this is like on that cult classic like it wants to be a cult classic it, it tried so hard but the thing about it is it might have tried a little too hard did manage a rotten tomato score of 46 percent though which is a little bit better than i was expecting yeah, it's a little undeserved on i my part. i think rotten tomatoes is overrated in general oh yeah they are we yeah we, we just use it as a as a measurement i mean Rotten Tomatoes is a review aggregator, so I, people yeah. a lot of times don't understand how it works, and therefore they don't know how to read what the score means. I think everyone that gave that a rating over like two stars, like just is a Rotten Tomato. Yeah, because <laughs> because the thing about Rotten Tomatoes is not all uh, every a hundred percent movie on Rotten Tomatoes is equal because there's just how many people liked it over like six out of ten. Yeah. So everyone could have liked it seven out of ten, and it get a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's Ew. the thing about Rotten Tomatoes. Another thing is that the recommended movies under this movie was oh Killer Tomatoes. Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Wait, yes, there was Killer Tomatoes. That was rated R somehow. Yeah. Who knows how? But I, I don't Bob know. The tomato we should fancy. find out. <laughs> Bob the Tomato lost his role on Veggie Tales and went. To a <laughs> we need. Industry. We need the Walking Dead Veggie Tales edition. <laughs> Dude, I was one of them. The, I was one of them to do like uh the like, um the crucifixion story with the veggie tales that would, would have been so that, weird no no <laughs> i know it would no translated well but like i always imagined that, every, that would have translated horribly can you imagine I, I know it would have been it would have been first of all very disrespectful and no, not, I, I not think they were good only, like it would, yeah but as a child i don't think i really understood why it was <laughs> well they were mainly old testament so yeah well because like yeah what you well hear, the idea of a veggie of veggies doing bible stories in general is probably a heated <laughs> debate and i yeah. think they moved away that from that on purpose they did it they did it in a respectful way though in a lot of them yeah they, they did a good job but i'm saying like i didn't understand as a child that you can't do that one in a respectful well, way well yeah it, but like also i think i understood that it would have been way too violent my my question would be how would they do the crucifixion scene they because, wouldn't have done an actual well crucifixion. yeah because like you remember in esther in the Esther they one. would have done tickling Inse which yeah Inse but that would have, totally have completely defeated the purpose yeah exactly yeah anyway we, we need to get back veggie tales this is such like a movie also, that we would talk about veggie tales because of though because it's like under the same realm of like ridiculous here's a question though if Jesus were a vegetable what would he be that is I was imagining him as a cucumber golden apple yeah Minecraft. I was thinking kind of a cucumber I was yeah. thinking golden apple an apple's not a vegetable yeah, but golden apple for Minecraft. It's Still not a vegetable. I know. It doesn't matter if you coat it in gold. I guess you're right, yeah. Anyway, are, are, are we going to give this movie a botch watch or top notch? Let's go down the line starting with... I, I want to say top notch just because I want more people to watch it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm okay with giving this movie a botch. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you need to watch this movie to to understand cinema at all, or like have any like. No, this is a cultural experience. Like, like think about it. So, if you have to watch a bad film to know what good films are, this is a top notch baseline for a bad film. That is true, and it's it's made in New Zealand, so technically it's a foreign film. So get some of those yeah. foreign film credits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I a, give it a botch. <laughs> 
<laughs> just to throw that in there. Okay, so now we have to go over the plot. Ah, <laughs> and I want to, yes. I want to sort of delicately go over this plot because there's some <laughs> specific details that that might you just have to watch the movie. To Wait, understand. what? What do I need to avoid? Who's listening to this? Because I don't. Well, know. That's why I don't know. That's why I'm, oh, I'm being delicate. Okay, because okay. I don't, I don't know exactly who will be listening to this podcast. So anyway, there's there's this girl and. She uh, comes across this chair that's po- the sofa that's possessed, basically. Dude. That that um, well, at the start of the movie, we see the scene w- with this guy getting his legs cut off on the. They sofa. just get right into it. Yeah, they like, just literally like, right straight there. to the tiger saw. Yeah, like, he like, just chops his legs off. And then and then um and there's so blood. there's this very convoluted plot that involves a a a character <laughs> named Francesca. I think is her Francesca. Name. Is that her name, Francesca? <laughs> I think it's Francesca. Yep, Francesca. Okay, and then her friend Maxie, and then uh, there's two detectives, TJ and Bob Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Detective <laughs> Gravy. I actually think they call him Inspector Gravy. <laughs> no, it's Detective. Oh, it is. Okay. They it's say detective. Inspector and Detective. Oh, Detective okay. Gravy. But the funny part is, she, at the end of the movie, says. Please call me gravy. <laughs> <laughs> call me gravy. And we'll, yeah. we'll go ahead and call that the quote of the movie. No, I think we no, have... no. There are a couple more. I'm gonna find the quotes on IMDb and then okay, we'll do okay. a dramatic reading. And then so so essentially what happens is that this chair keeps attacking people, including her boyfriend. I forget what his name is. And then um, the, her stalker weird guy Ralph, because well, no, he had a gay. She had a gay boyfriend. Yeah, I think so. And his name was like. Miguel. It was something. Yeah. So something every guy Spanish. gets obsessed with her, but like the idea was that since he's not really attracted to her, that he doesn't get obsessed. I think, but like every other guy in her life, including the inspector, eventually becomes like obsessed with her. Yeah, in a and very creepy way. Very creepy way. Include and so our neighbor, he also gets wrapped up in this in this uh, chair business. And then we get this plot with this priest named what's the I, our, wait i don't even know what the priest did he even is. have a name Who knows? and he's not a priest he's, he's a disgraced rabbi oh yes yeah, but we never find out why he's disgraced yeah. or if he's even a rabbi because the only and reason she, the only indication we have that he's a rabbi is he, by a mug he's this weird like <laughs> trust he's me, friends I'm with this rabbi. weird like <laughs> mr this lady no i think they're married are they married? I think they're married. Okay, so yeah, and his wife is like a psychic. She's like a psychic, and then he like says, "Oh, I have powers," and then he knows that somebody's in trouble. <laughs> he but finds like, oh, out like ooh. seventy years into his life that he has psychic powers, <laughs> and then and then what he discovers <laughs> is that there's a backstory that involves this this group of this these two this couple that were like um I don't they they were they like, they killed people they were occultists who killed people I think yeah. Right? Yeah. In, in the Christian community and people found out about it and tried to kill them they killed the husband and the wife killed herself and then their spirits like inhabited other people and like so what happens at the end of the movie spoiler alert if you want to go find the twist out for yourself then <laughs> go watch the movie pause it right now I mean this is really some sixth sense level stuff yeah, dude, going on right for here. sure the plot twist yeah but basically what happens is that there was a literal corpse in the chair <laughs> the whole time with its face burnt with off fa- they the never explain the burning of the, the face the chair has been killing and mutilating people the whole movie and moving around really weirdly <laughs> like like well there's a point where it like has a spring that comes <laughs> up windows yeah it has spring hands yeah it's very strange and you see it moving around and like extending yeah. like all sorts of weird stuff and uh well, the, apparently there was a, a corpse that was inhabited by a spirit in it the whole time and at the end of the movie the corpse uh, the, the spirit of the uh, the girl who killed herself a long time ago goes into 
Francesca. You know, honestly, and the spirit they, of the guy who was dead for a long time, who was in the chair, goes into Bob Gravy, and then they go <laughs> off, and and Maxie's like, "Oh my gosh!" And she looks in the chair, and she can see like Francesca, the real Francesca, like in the chair, like falling into like. This oh wait, dark was that pit. what that was supposed I to be? I think so. I thought that, that was, was actually just a weird. That was side. actually like a really dark ending. Like she's just somewhere, just like floating yeah. in dark space, like in like sh sheer like terror. Now was I was I incorrect because this film was so confusing? But was was I uh, incorrect in assuming that the body in the chair was the guy whose legs got chopped off? Oh, I uh, yeah. Because he did I say think, something. He I was like, you, you wanted right. me to put him I, in this chair. I th yes, yes. Yeah, I, I think okay. you're right. And, and it's weird because we get to this this part of the movie where this guy admits to cutting off the the guy's <laughs> legs, and he's just like, he's just like, why did you cut off his legs? I don't know, man. I thought the less questions I asked, the better. Said, I thought the less I know, the better. Who would say that? Who would be like their friends? Like, oh, I want you to cut off my legs. I really need you to do this for me. And they're like, okay, but I don't want to know ben, anything about why. Ben, if you ever ask me. Me to chop off your legs i will not ask questions okay i'll just have, do it and you have lots of knives you can i i have it. i have uh oh are we plugging this now go ahead. go ahead yeah we do i i have lots of knives over at walkman knife and tool check me out on instagram at walkman knife and tool uh i've been making knives for six years and uh i do it out of my garage it's really fun and uh you can follow me on youtube instagram and facebook walkman knife and tool llc on facebook um, I'm also on Reddit for for any of you uh, seasoned internet veterans out there. My username is u slash frick dot exe. <laughs> spelled F R I C C D O T E X E. <laughs> that's a, that's so a good, yeah, check that's... me out, Walkman Knife and Tool. Yeah, and also we're gonna plug our social media because we were supposed <laughs> to do it at the start and we forgot because we always do and, and we've been trying to move it to the start of the last couple of episodes. <clears throat> So, if you want to email us any questions about this movie because it's so confusing, uh, we our email is themoviewaultpod at gmail.com. You can also follow our Instagram at themoviewaultpod and our Twitter at moviewaltpod. And yeah, we'll, we'll pretty much answer any If you email. need emotional support yeah, we because have said you've that. been scarred by this movie. Yeah, you can, you can complain to us about that. Ben is in medical school, so he's pretty much a therapist. That's technically not true. <laughs> But it's factually not. I, I have taken two psychology classes. Are you fact so checking me right now? I'm totally capable of understanding human development. Very capable in the mind. He is legally responsible for anything he tells you to do. And I, I realized that I forgot to look up a Rotten Tomatoes review. That's bad, oh. which I'm sure is hard to find. So I'll just like. <laughs> oh, I found an IMDb review that uh, was bad. Uh, okay, so go ahead and read that review. Um. You don't have to, if it's really long, you don't have to read the whole No, thing. it's actually pretty short. Uh it it was it was there was a review uh May second, twenty twenty, so the heat of lockdown, I guess. People were bored. This guy actually did this guy give it four stars? <laughs> it looks Wait, like he gave they, it four they, stars. They, they rate out of ten though, don't they? Or do they not on IMDB? Um I feel like Oh no, it is out of ten. Okay, so that makes sense. I thought it was out of five. Uh, this guy says, what the hell is going on? This movie is insane and not in a good way. Waste of time. Don't ever watch it. Terrible. So I'm trying to figure out. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has it under this movie, My Lover, My, My Lazy Boy. So I wonder whether it has like two different names. 
Like, I wonder whether it was originally supposed to be called My Lover, My Lazy Boy, and like when it got on streaming services, they were like, "Wait, no, it had a different we're just name." Calling this Killer Sofa. I'm Wait, what was the what, what was the original name? Uh, my, my My Lover, My Lazy Boy. I like that one better. I think that's better, but that's why I like I think, that better. I think when they put them on streaming services, they're like, "We have to call it Killer Sofa because nobody will watch." That it. would it's explain the my one lover, scene. My lazy boy. That would explain the scene at the beginning where she's like on the chair. Yeah, that's a weird scene. Gets- we're not gonna go into that, <laughs> that scene. Um. Uh, so somebody from Film Inquiry says, "My advice: watch the trailer and only the trailer. The end result is infinitely more uh, entertaining than the actual one." So I'm not exactly. Oh sure wait, we means. never watched the trailer. That's Adam Mock from Film Inquiry. So that's pretty much the only bad review because the other two people who who are actual Rotten Tomatoes approved critics who reviewed this gave it a positive review. <laughs> oh dear. So it actually, they I don't think they count this under critical review because it doesn't have what, enough. What but technically positive? it has a positive Rotten Tomatoes critical score. The oh, I'm not allowed to read the positive ones. No, I'm just kidding. Someone says it's a horror gimmick B-movie that has an actually engrossing plot, solid acting, a cool killer, and some creep factor. I would not say that the killer is exactly cool. I wouldn't say that the acting was solid either. Yeah, not a cinematic masterpiece, that's to say the least, <laughs> but a fun ride with good scares. I would also not no, agree with No, it was scare. not scary. It is hard to scary. be scared of a recliner. I mean... I was okay. I was getting a little apprehensive because I'm sitting in a recliner the whole time I'm watching. That, that would this. that would up the experience. So it it was like yeah, it was a little bit scary for me. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess you know it happens with uh, that can happen with everyone. But if if you get apprehensive about your recliner, you might need to you know get some insurance on that recliner. Oh. Just in case, or some life insurance. <laughs> Just in case death could happens. happen at any time, um, get life insurance. And you always want to have good a car, auto, and a home and business insurance too. So, um, wait, what is the, we suggest? What is the insurance company that you uh, contact Hedman Anglin Agency? Wait, how do you say? How is it spelled? Hedman Anglin Agency. Oh, Hedman. Yes, or H uh, A. It's like H E D M A N. Hedman. Yes. Hedman Anglin Insurance they, Agency. They're known to save you money, and my family actually switched to them, and we did save money. So I'm not like I'm not saying like I don't just say that you can save money. I know you can save. Wait, money. so it's like a Geico thing, but they don't have a well, cashier. They're they're a, they're a smaller independent insurance agency, but they compare rates with like so you get the best rate on your insurance. Like they can like make different deals than like quit we, your jangling. Call Hedman Anglin Farm, and we got <laughs> we got a a better deal when we moved on so yeah don't don't go with like geico don't, don't go, go with state farm yeah i quit. mean you might technically be getting insurance through those companies through hedman anglin but at least go through hedman anglin to make sure that you're getting the right deal because like a lot of people just get insurance and then they forget to like compare rates and stuff i mean that's for people who don't know yeah anything, dude you know be smart quit your jangling call hedman anglin i like that a lot yeah there you go that one's free and if you do call them at 614-486-7300 Six one four four eight six seven three zero zero. Um, then tell them that Ben and Zach and Alex sent you. Especially Alec. Um, okay, so now we can get to the scoring of this movie. And Ooh. my scores are sort of all over the place on this one. <laughs> just yeah. because of the categories, which we haven't exactly explained to Alec. But we'll just go yeah, I I would like to know the categories um, so, before I rate it. So uh, we'll just go category by category, and you can sort of rate based on it. So, so our first one's sentiment. Like how What's much? What's it on? What is it on a scale of uh, one, one to ten? One to ten, and then each each add up to a hundred. So there's ten categories. Oh, so, okay. So our uh, the first category is sentiment. So how much did you like 
or enjoy or were attached to this movie is negative one an option <laughs> you are not attached to this movie no in fact I gave this, this this movie hurt to watch okay i, I gave this an eight on sentiment oh wow <laughs> i i had so much enjoyed how bad it was that like that was like a really positive experience wow like it's a different kind of like sentimental rated eight than <laughs> most of my traditionally rated sentimentally eight movies yeah but like i have to acknowledge that like i had such a good time with this yeah i gave it a seven because i kind of felt bad for the director in a way because i only had two categories above five um is that a pity seven then it, it's a pity seven but pity i also seven? enjoyed it because it was it was it was really like a comedy to, to me because Especially in those scenes where, like, the sofa would, like, peek its face through, like, a doorway or, like, was on the balcony just, like, staring down or, like, the springs would open the window. I don't know. It was just so cheesy that it made me laugh, so the sentiment was pretty high. You know so. that his uh, his Twitter is called at Killer Sofa? Oh, like, my he's gosh. he's proud of this thing. This is what, this is his I, big I break. I think we should have this then. guy on the podcast. Yeah. Bernie he, Rayo. He, we could like, probably get him. I mean, we might not give you the best score, but we're not dissing on this movie yeah, necessarily. No. Go watch it. I want more people to see this film. I respect the hustle. Um, so, message. I give it a two. <laughs> I give message. <laughs> Did it even have a message? I think this is the movie of all first. A zero. <laughs> you gave it a zero? You gave you're it right. a zero? I just gave it a two, but like when I think about it, you're right. I don't even know what the message of this movie is. There was no message. I'll give it I'll give it a one for its underlying themes of drug abuse is bad. Yeah, and, I think there uh, were some don't really join a subtle uh, underlying um, things that if you dissected this movie you could come out with something but they're so yeah. subtle like i love subtlety in movies but they're so subtle this would be a great movie to watch bible in hand at a youth group <laughs> like <laughs> like bible study okay we're gonna watch a movie of, of things you shouldn't do well the yeah thing yeah it, it's not actually subtle it's just like for some reason like i know it wasn't like there just happens to be themes of like yeah people are just popping pills every 10 minutes in this movie for I, like i no don't reason. understand what <laughs> yeah. that they never explain like any kind of illness or anything either like anxiety depression they, like, they talk about that the old man would experience some health problems but the girls on pills everybody's on pills in this movie yeah the disgraced rabbi we still don't know why he's disgraced but it says that in the uh <laughs> in he's the, not as strong in the psychic description as no I yeah that's he, why i think that's literally why he's disgraced because he's not a psychic <laughs> so it's like i think he was he wasn't i don't know who he was calling on his phone because it was sort of implied that his dad was dead i think oh. i think that was his dad though but he was talking no he was saying he was abba like, he was like yeah no you don't have the gift <laughs> i'm 90 and you're 70 and you don't have the gift <laughs> well like that that begs the question like in the killer sofa universe are all rabbis psychic but and are they all married to psychics yeah are they all married yeah like the one woman was clearly to, not part of the jewish faith at all yeah, I think you. Yeah, are. you it's can. Different than it's not like being priest. a Catholic. It's not like being a Catholic priest. Catholic okay. priest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming the religions are actually not that similar. No, not not really. No. They just have like you know traditionally old people as their leaders. Yeah, know, it's beards. like like same names but completely different practices. Yeah. Um. So on plot, I also gave plot a two because this was a very complicated plot the to plot understand. Plot was everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was like a the, Christopher Nolan movie that I, has no plan. I'd give the plot a two and a half. <laughs> and they didn't mess with time at all. Because if they had stretched it out longer, and I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. But if they, they had really stretched it out longer, out every it would have had some semblance of a followable plot. 
Yeah, the the part that they tried to connect it back with like that old story. Yeah, the different spears. It was a little bit clever, but it was so messy and they just forced the plot yeah, they, so hard in one and, scene and then it always go back to the fact that it's literally a couch yeah or no, i mean a sofa it's or a sofa or whatever like it's hard to take that as seriously as the rest of the movie i feel like i would have enjoyed it more if they didn't have like they didn't necessarily need to explain why the sofa was killing people they just yeah. needed to say, like, oh, this sofa is killing people. For a really, like, really dumb movie, they have so much background lore. Yeah, like, there's, like, far too much, like, dark backstory to why this sofa is killing people. Absolutely. And the movie's only, like, an hour and 20 minutes. Which is a good length. Yeah, I mean, if this For this film, yeah, long, I, I felt like I, I was getting done with it by the end. Yeah, it was, it was dragging on a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um... I get plot a three. I feel like I'm on the high end, though. You're on the high end. And I, I, just yeah. for the same reasons. It's just that, yeah, it felt like Ben said, a Christopher Nolan movie, like they set up all the elements in the first 10 minutes that don't make any sense, but then they just left it like that. <laughs> yeah, like the guy who's directing it is clearly not Christopher Nolan. And, that, and that's like most people aren't Christopher Nolan, so that's okay. I, I but, think there's but, actually only one person right yeah. now that's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, and even Christopher Nolan has his faults. It's not like he's perfect. Even Christopher Nolan isn't always Christopher Nolan. What is Christopher Nolan? That's like why the- is Christopher Nolan? <laughs> why? What does he really exist, or is he just a figment of our imagination that we would like to believe is real? Never mind. Mm. Um, uh, character arcs. I gave this a three. Character a three. arcs, dude. I'd give it like a two. I'd give it. I would give it a four okay, for the rabbi. Through, let's go and through. That's the it. <laughs> like go. the rabbi had a massive character arc. <laughs> And he did nothing for the entire film. <laughs> Think about pointless his character. He had so much never, screen time. He never did anything. And contribute. He never. He, he forced never, the plot. He never saved. He was supposed to do that little thing with the boxes that would like save them. Yeah. It never worked. No. It so didn't. he was he was constantly watching YouTube videos to understand. <laughs> like he was just watching. Like he was like, whoa. He was watching this one website. He, he served. Was, he served only to advance the plot through that one guy's video. Who I totally thought we were going to see at the end. Like the weird magician looking occult guy that was always on YouTube. I thought he was going to be a character that would come along at the end of the movie. But they but gave the old guy some backstory too. And a wife. Was that his wife? Or something? Uh, no, he had a whole family. Yeah, but that, for him to just be part of the plot to try to make this plan at the end and for it to not even work... And to have for him to have like the third most screen time of anyone in this movie, <laughs> it was insane. And I don't even think that. Uh, well, I mean, I guess so. The other people, TJ had a terrible plot arc. The, the she was like the secondary detective. She oh her arc oh was bad. yeah, she just liked one guy. Come this blow off guy. some steam. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, was like, <laughs> no, dang it, gravy's got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy was had such he had a more interesting plot arc, but Dude, it was bad. I am simping for Detective Gravy hard. <laughs> when he said, "I'm I'm a Detective Bob Gravy," we're like, "Why would you? Why would your last name be Gravy?" And then at the end, he goes, "Call me Gravy. <laughs> call me Gravy. <laughs> call, me, call me Gravy." And just again, oh, just Gravy. We, there, we know we're gonna, probably gonna have a lot of viewers that are not gonna watch this movie, but still listen to this. And yeah. just so you know. Um, TJ, Detective TJ, TJ, right? Yeah. Asked, says that, says, oh, you want to come back to my place and blow off some steam? You know, implying just like a, lo- a romantic uh, Have interest. some drinks, blow off some steam. Yeah, like a romantic interest. And Gravy just goes, no, 
I got work to do. <laughs> Gravy and, is and married to just, the game, he dude. He was just nonchalantly like, yeah, my wife left me three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's we- right. Two weeks ago, we left the kids. <laughs> He's just like, I've been so invested in this case that my family left me. And I'm not even, like, I don't even care about that. Like, I have no emotion related to that happening to me. <laughs> he, says, <laughs> this, she, he says, this time it's final. Like, it's happened before. She was so. like, she took the kids and left. This time it's for real. Gravy's married to the grind. He's gravy. He's, yeah, he's gravy goes day. hard. Hey, dude. maybe maybe gravy. And this may, reminds me of the rapper Young Gravy. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I was thinking about that. Honestly. But then he really also weird. is doing push-ups to make himself like more fit yeah, while looking up, at a picture of. He's doing Francesca. push-ups, staring he's, at Francesca. He's obsessed with her because uh, every guy. Every guy is obsessed who with gets, her. Gets obsessed with her because she has like the whatever spirit. It, of it's like Belle Delphine, but not pink. Yeah, and no bathwater. No, yeah, no bathwater. <laughs> and if it's bathwater, it's free at least. Well, no, wasn't wasn't she in a bath? No, there was no bathtub scene. No, no. His her boyfriend was in a bathtub. Yeah, bleeding. when he had to like amputate. Honestly, though, we need to give them credit for showing that because like people that know how to take care of that kind of a leg injury. Well, that's true. He had a like really he did exactly the right thing. He tied a tourniquet around it. Like, because he got gored by a chair spring. He elevated it. But yeah, he, he got in the bathtub, he elevated one leg, and he had a tourniquet tied around it. He executed that perfectly. Yeah. Too bad he was dumb enough to, you know, when a couch got closer to him, you know, keep whistling to himself and not burning the pizza of it to get Be stabbed. Like, oh, I must have just been, I had bad death, death perception. And when you see a spring moving out your window and you're in the, on the third story of a house, you open the window to go and check your it out. Mom's just hey, in the honestly, with though, headphones on. if you saw a spring just like tapping on your glass, you would check it out. No, I would look through the window, I wouldn't open it. Because I would think someone's going to hit me with that spring. I don't yeah. know. What if it's a dirty window? There weren't a lot of smart people in this movie. That's that's classic horror movie trope, I, I know. I get that. If people you, were smart, there would be You just have to do it. Movies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and, wait. There was a Frances- shower scene. Yeah, there was. Francesca. So it was very like based off of Psycho. Yeah. Except for nothing actually happened. So there was bathwater. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Francesca. <laughs> Her, her plot arc was like really weird because she was like man every guy is obsessed with me this is insane I must just be so amazing and I like the one I liked the one scene where she was like getting questioned and saying like every guy I've ever met has just been obsessed with me I was like girl who hurt you yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's trying to prove so hard, and then she finds out it's not even her who's doing it. Yeah, movie, yeah, which is kind of sad. And then you know, she just everything bad just keeps happening to her, and I don't feel like there was actually any like character development. It was just there like, wasn't character development. Was, well, she almost killed herself. That's true, and she, oh, that, and the drug addiction thing. Right. Or, yeah. Or, I don't even know whether that was drug addiction. Yeah. Just like, that was aspirin. The, no, no, no. She wasn't taking aspirin. They, she they was were, taking oh, like that, Xanax they were, or something. No, yeah. They were prescribed the, pills that she had been taking for a long the time. The rabbi was but taking she, aspirin. Every time something yeah. kept, kept going wrong, she just kept shoving them down. Yeah, she just like, kept like, she took like four. And then yeah. she spilled them all over the floor. And she was eating them like Tic Tacs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the rabbi had like, he was, in every scene, he had a handful of aspirin in his mouth, in his hands and put it in his mouth. But anyway. Are we just going to like, not talk about that one like it was kind of a quick scene but he was sitting there like choking for oh, some oh, reason yeah and he kept reaching for the bottle of aspirin and like his wife completely ignored what was like, he was oh, reaching 911 for. i'm not gonna try any cpr or like the heimlich maneuver like i don't know what's happening but like emergency hopefully that would have been the out. second time he had cpr performed on him and the first the time movie. he didn't even have a heart attack he was just like yeah he out. just fell over like it was okay. like he had. I think that's good that we're talking about the rabbi because now we're going into acting, <laughs> and acting I gave it a two, 
and a hundred percent of that is focused in completely on this rabbi and how he couldn't remember any of his lines and you could so clearly see it but it was in the final product of the movie somehow i gave this a four because like okay being honest there was some competent acting in this movie but you're right the rabbi was really bad i can't compare and, this acting and, to a, an eight in acting no no but so like i gave it a two i'm gonna give this acting a five only because i didn't pay attention to it at all but i was too I, distracted I, by the fact that there was a sofa trying to kill people. yeah it was a low budget movie and usually they have bad acting and this was a little bit better than than that but still bad you could tell it was low budget but there were some scenes that were like actually like well shot yeah like the steam in the bathtub room that was was a cool shot like i actually i really liked that shot that was a great shot yeah but yeah i i just thought it was overall like pretty throw up worthy especially the rabbi because the ra- there was a couple scenes where the rabbi's like so 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 so, so the so so he's like stuttering. I mean, I'm not making. It's just like the the lines. He, he could, would just like maybe that's why then, he's like, disgraced. Pick. He couldn't teach well at synagogue because maybe, he had a stutter. But he, no, it's it's not even that there's a stutter. Like maybe the actor did have a stutter, but you could so clearly see that it wasn't that because he was just forgetting his lines. He was like, so Gerard was in the. He was in the chair. He was in the he was in the chair. He was in the Gerard sofa. was oh he was in the, the what is the thing that this movie is about? Called? <laughs> and then like is it a recliner or and a then she's, sofa? He's like ta- he's like talking to Fran- to Francesca's friend, whatever her name is, and he's like oh she's TJ? like yeah TJ no not no, TJ. TJ. Oh, not Maxie. TJ Maxie. Maxie he's Maxie. talking to Maxie interviewing her. She's like he's she's like oh my friend's Francesca and he goes no no not her but your friend Francesca <laughs> she's in danger yeah that was funny that was so dumb what's that one friend they you must keep not, hanging out with they, Francesca they, no not that one I, but listen it's urgent I wonder what what mattered in this movie like like whether they were just it was just like they didn't have enough time to reshoot or whether it was literally like they kept shooting over and over <laughs> the and, rabbi just couldn't he, do he it just kept messing up <laughs> and they literally picked the, picked the best scene out of like like 50 or the 80 shots maybe that maybe scene. he like actually was addicted to aspirin <laughs> and that was part that of the in. problem were, yeah he was, like, he was like i know you think i'm the best part for the role or the only guy who will work on this movie but i'm like really addicted to aspirin <laughs> heavily and addicted to, to aspirin I need everybody to me everybody in on the set hated him and that's why okay. in the description if you they are put actually i don't know there's possible to get addicted to aspirin but i must say if you are actually addicted to aspirin get some help like, no yeah it's a bad stop thing. it it's get not a laughing help. matter but it's funny to think about at the yeah. same time um let's see uh style I give this Style? a five because stylistically, like, some some of the style was cool and some of it was like really cringe. So well, I think at least it had like a semi-consistent style. I had originally given it a seven, but I felt like that was a little too high. I give style a five. I thought it was okay. I'd give it a five point five. So style is sort of the combination of everything in the movie too. That's what we think of it as, like cinema, like everything oh. from the other categories. And so I, I think, might like, give it a four. It's, then it's positive on some ends, like the like the vibe of some parts of the movie is. The really vibe good. was off. It was off. The vibe was whack. But dude. like the CGI parts were really bad. 
like very low quality like early 2000s cgi yeah. like early 2000s bad quality yeah, it was CGI. like doctor who like early doctor who oh, no it was no, more like yeah. back to the future yeah like yeah that old. yeah well we never talked about the fact that one of the rules of these spirits is that when their body gets like obliterated they have to go to the nearest object and hide the corpse <laughs> in that object so like apparently this guy died well so the guy that they watched the videos about died next to the sofa and so the spirit's like oh i gotta hide in the nearest object which wasn't his computer or what, it was his sofa so apparently he had a lot of other objects there they had to yeah. hide the corpse in it i'm like how well many, yeah how you can't hide a corpse in a computer. how many objects can you hide a corpse in <laughs> <laughs> and why do you have to hide inside of an object and like, why what do is have, the purpose so the idea that i think the, soul, the souls it. their souls so like you have to be inside of the the corpse because like it's a body so oh. like the soul has to be in the body but like i guess they don't want to just be like a, a dead corpse walking around because people would be like well, that's might, a dead corpse they walking might around. also like cremation um they might not yeah, have also, a corpse also, anymore why when he shot the dead corpse did the spirit have to leave the dead corpse the corpse is already dead i don't think the spirit left no it went when oh, he shot him oh oh no it didn't. i don't you're think right. so because it went into the nearest living body it was yeah, trying a bunch to find of the grape juice body. fell out of him that's you're right you're grape right. juice i, I saw that i was like that's not what blood looks like yeah it's like jam that's not what quentin tarantino taught me that blood looks like <laughs> yeah blood is blood, a fountain that's not blood quentin's version of blood like, like a fountain of blood and it's just like at a million miles per hour <laughs> yeah it's like a fire hose of blood <laughs> quentin quentin knows best quentin knows yeah that, that should be our new motto quentin knows best yeah, you know Quentin the you know our best. you know our blains our our blains our veins and stuff our blains pump, pump all blood throughout our body they go you know like thirty meters dude per they're second. going Mach yeah. five yeah yeah I've been learning about that in class yeah they do go very fast but it depends on you know different factors you know sometimes the body needs the heart rate to go down to uh, you to know, sleep blood pressure yeah and to sleep yeah <laughs> sli- rest when you are supine laying down supine that's when uh, your heart rate is at the lowest man and after you exercise is when it says your highest who would have guessed <laughs> I, I feel like you could no yeah. if you drink like 75 cups of coffee it's probably higher yeah that's probably true yeah. welcome to uh, y- you probably already know this uh, medical information that's not even medical basic what? medical information basic medical information. wait is this a segment of the show no it's not <laughs> okay it's me like saying stating obvious things that oh. people already know thanks dr ben anyway that's probably a segment of the show every time it should be a segment <laughs> cinematography uh i gave it a four i also gave it a four i would give it a five just because of the smoke bathroom yeah and uh also, the, the one scene where uh, the, the rabbi psycho scene. Well, the ripoff psycho scene was decent, but also the rabbi uh, when he was in like the antique shop, somebody came up to the counter and they they framed that really well. And yeah, like, they the lighting frame. was good and everything. They did so. frame some shots too, and I loved the shot, the upward shot of the light switch. <laughs> what? what the one in the bathroom where that she... was the only shot oh, that was that thing was that was a weird shot i liked it because it was so weird and there was never another shot like it in the <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting that, the director's like let's try something different this time let's, let's shake things up a bit okay now we're going to originality i gave it an eight i gave originality a six this is so original. There's no way you can't give it like a higher. Nah, not no, because it, it did borrow. It borrowed themes from other stuff. It's, yeah, I know, but it's a freaking chair. I, know I would it's do. a chair specifically, but you could put in any object, and there's a movie about. it. I'll give it an eight. 
<laughs> I guess you're right. It's no, I'll give it a 7.5 because there is there's Killer Tomato. There's also Inhuman Witch, which is kind of along the same lines. I I, get, I guess I'd never seen those movies, so I, I sort of wasn't considering. I haven't that, seen them either. I just me, saw the titles. To me, this was like so original, but I guess probably in the grand scheme of things, it's probably. Yeah. Not. I've seen like every horror movie on Hulu. So wait, and, really? Oh, Hulu has the most obscure horror movies and. I don't recommend watching them. It's definitely been like a waste of my time, but wow. I'm glad many, that I have that experience. What, what percentage of there? them are good? Oh, of horror movies? Yeah. I've only seen like three or four. Like, 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 uh, I guess there's like certain directors who like make good horror movies and even good horror movies. I don't like, like I watch, Mids- I like, I like us. I, I, I did. I watched Midsummer. Which is a, a very acclaimed horror. Is movie. that a horror movie though? No, I don't like it. I hated it's a it. Cult movie. It was weird, and I just it was unsettling, and I not in a good way. So horror I'm movies hoping, are meant to be unsettling. I, I know, but like it was, I just didn't like it. You no, know? Us was good. Get Out. Those are Jordan. I Peele. need to watch Hereditary. Hereditary is really good. Well, I mean, it's it's like a four out of five stars for me. It's better if it's better than Midsummer because same director. So oh, it's like, it's way better. Okay, that's yeah, good. I have I'm like, sor- I have a movie source who told me that. Not too. really into horror at all. The closest thing yeah, that I don't really I, watch it that much. The closest thing that I watched and enjoyed was uh, Quiet Place. I liked Creep. It's on Netflix. I have not seen it's it. It's a found footage movie, and it is some really good perform. One really good performance. It's one? only two guys. Oh, in the entire movie. That's interesting. It's and it's it's actually a very creepy movie, but obviously oh. it's called Creep. But I I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Hmm. Um, and then finally, our last category is core. Uh, no, we, we have, have two, two more. more. Score, which is the soundtrack, I gave it two. Did it even it have th- a soundtrack? I gave it a three. It had that one stupid song, and then it had like some music. I think. Um, I, it's not no country but, for old men. So I has like no music. I was no I music. I would give it a two, but then the song at the end or. The song at the end, I'm I'm pushing it down to a one. To a one. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even style. notice the music I guess that at must all. Be a New Zealand. Yeah, I didn't really. Notice I didn't the really notice band. anything. I was too distracted by the fact that the chair is the main antagonist <laughs> in this film. <laughs> that is a little distracting. It yeah. <laughs> okay, finally we have choreography, which is like I guess like yeah, dancing action. Well, there is literal dancing. There is actually I forgot about it. Could the be dancing. like it could be like any action, like you know choreography or like actual dancing. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of it choreography. Was I give it a four. I give it a three. Like there what there the, wasn't that much. No, and it, the, of the stuff that there was, it was like pretty not. That you know, great. for that dancing scene though, like it wasn't bad. So I I would give it a six. A six, okay. So um, my final score was a forty-one percent, and Zach's was a thirty-eight percent, which puts us at about a like thirty-nine point five or something. Yeah, and actually, Alec, yours was a thirty-three point five percent, and that's including your negative one at the beginning. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so this is technically out of ninety-nine. Yeah. So, anyway. Not bad. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I guess you know we, we I would I would say if you if you're just want to watch a movie that's just like pretty awful. If you have time to kill and you want to feel physically ill, uh, watch this film. Yes. Actually, even if you don't have time to kill, spend it's time not, that you don't have. I've watched movies this. that are so bad that they're like so because they're boring and they're yeah. like you can't watch them because they're just dull. But if you this need movie something is like actually interesting even though it's trash. Yeah, this is a good one to like watch and mystery science theater it. Yeah. Like you just make fun of it. I say that we should if, Like it's a perfect if movie. If we ever for get that. the chance, we should have like 
a a like B movie reaction. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. And have Alec on. Oh, like, I will be, like, be a monthly installment. I will. I will come on every episode of that B movie. Like no, 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 no not, not the, the B movie. movie. Like, you like jazz? You know, like they call B movies. B like, movies, movie, like B list like, movies. B- yeah, oh, I was like, no, wait, we're gonna we're gonna react watch. to the B movie every month. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say like Jerry Seinfeld is gonna be a big part of this. <laughs> this is our monthly pilgrimage back to the B that movie. Would be, what did you get out of it this time, guys? That would probably be, that would probably be a YouTube thing, and we'd have to look a lot into how that would work with like copyrights and everything. Let's explore the philosophical themes in the. Yeah. Oh wait, you mean for the reaction? Yeah, video. You, I mean, I think what some people do is they just record audio, and you're supposed to watch it along with the video. Like if you're reacting to the entire. I movie. don't know. Well, how did Mystery Science Theater do it? That's what I'm guessing they did. But anyway, we'll talk about no, that they, later. Have off you the seen cast. Mystery Science Theater? No. So it is the movie, but they have like talking heads in front of the screen, oh, like you're okay. in a theater. Oh, and they're yeah, like right. heckling I think I've the seen film, like that. I have no idea how they do that. Yeah, but we got to get into. Britta moments with Britta. Perry. Yeah, so that's our jingle that is not professionally done yet. I, I like it. And, it's uh, a good one. This is like plot holes and things we didn't like. But I feel like we already talked... The problem with this is we usually talk about the plot holes during... It's freaking Swiss cheese, so, man. So we're... Like, <laughs> there are so the many amount, holes in this plot. The amount of plot holes that are in this movie is insane. I feel like we were just falling down a, a, a one giant plot hole the, <laughs> the entire The connections movie. between things and, like, they're trying to make the connection to, like, this, like... I don't even know what century it is. Like, 1800s, like, Puritan culture um, in New Zealand. As as a history buff, because of my parents, I'm trying to think. I think I think you're right. It's probably early 1800 or er, 1790s 18th, to 1800s. 18th century would be the 1700s, right? 18th century is the, it's late 18th century uh, to early 19th century roots. Because yeah. I think that's when the Puritan movement was happening. Yeah. Yeah, and but I don't know how that works because I'm assuming this was supposed to be based in New Zealand, and I don't know what the I don't know of New anything Zealand. about New Zealand's Puritan so, movement. That I couldn't really go on that, and uh, there's a lot of just random plot holes that are just like you've watched the movie, the whole thing's a plot hole. Basically, it feels like half a movie, and I didn't like a lot of the characters that much. I like gravy, man. Uh, gravy. I did like gravy. I am I'm simping so for gravy. Odd. He was just like a man, you know? He was a man. Gravy. Man. And when you have a last name like gravy, you know, it really Yeah, sticks. dude. He he was, he was, I think he could have been smoother Might to live up to his gravy Might not have been the best family name. man, though. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, and he just rejects girls like that, and he yeah. doesn't even care. No, I have work to do. <laughs> not like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't see, I, I don't see us like he that. He doesn't I even think, look I at her. I think we should just be friends. <laughs> he just looks at the computer still. Because <laughs> guys totally... Well, but what's weird, though, is TJ doesn't appear to be disappointed by that She's at just all. like... Well, she was sad after she had a picture of him on his on her iPad. She was like, I don't think that I want to feel like that wasn't related, and she was just being creepy. Didn't what happened was she was (laughs) just in her car looking at it, and then he comes up as she's looking at him on the iPad and just knocks on the window. (laughs) It's like, hey, come in to to like the other person's house, and she's just like. She didn't even try to close it. She's she, just like staring she, at him. Yeah. You could have just been looking at him outside yeah, the car. Yeah. 
I I did notice that. She was that. like, he's way more attractive in this photo <laughs> than he is right now. It was raining. But I think Gravy would be better in, in the rain. If Gravy had his own spinoff Oh, movie. dude, I would watch the heck out of Killer a Gravy, gravy. spinoff. In fact, we should write a script that's about Inspector yeah. Gravy and then call the guy who acted in a movie. <laughs> be in our movie. If you were in this movie, it, you could totally be It could be, be like movie. Supernatural, but just Gravy. Only Gra- gravy. Gravy. It's just called gravy. And he it's is the supernatural gravy. aspect of it too. It's oh. always him. He's always wow. the problem and the solution. <laughs> <laughs> he's that, the agent of chaos, and then he solves it. He's sort of like Mysterio. That could get really surreal after a while. Well, it's like, yeah, I love surrealist. The thing is, I say, let's it, do it. In every episode, he loses his memory, and he he always has to figure out that he's the bad guy. In every episode, it's oh, like damn. Memento in that way too. Then, yeah, waking up with new without memory. Yeah. Wait, that's uh. Have you guys seen Blank Check? No, but I think I know the premise of the movie. It's not really worth watching, but I got like three quarters of the way. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. That would so, be a good one to review. So, uh, yeah, we, we, so we have now a script idea. Don't steal it from us. I'm sure there's copyright, copyright, copyrighted. Copyright. Three times lots copyrighted. of people are going to be jumping on the, lots of production companies are going to be jumping on the, <laughs> on the gravy train. The, <laughs> gravy. Yeah. We got to get young gravy to do the, the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Gravy. I forget how he goes. Young gravy is so good. <laughs> gravy train. I think that is a young gravy thing. Gravy train. Yeah, it is. That's, I think that's his intro. Yeah. To, like a yeah. lot of like when he gets on the track. Just yeah. Clean. Gravy, why you flow so mean, Mister Clean? And that would just be like the intro, and yeah, it, and it, you'd have a Clean. What is this actor's name? Um, uh, his name's Jed Brophy. Let's see what other, uh, what what else is <clears throat> he was the first build actor, so I'm assuming he's oh, in other stuff. Maybe he's he was in District Nine. What? He Wait, in, and the Lord of he the was Rings, in the Lord of the Rings, and King Kong, and, and the, the Hobbit. Hobbit. You know who Nori is? Because I've never watched the Hobbit. Oh wait, he was Nori. Yeah. Dang, dude, he was a dwarf. That's like a that's a semi main role. Yeah. So actually, you know, that's it's actually a bigger actor than we thought. It, wow. This might be, it might be harder to get us. Yeah. Darn he was it. in the Dark Knight TV no, series. series. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Wait, the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. He's been in fifty three movies. So you know, and also every that's every, insane. Both uh, both IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes are like. Like the only ad they had have is for Nomadland, which just came out on Hulu and has been like Academy Award nominated. I've heard a lot about it, but like they're like, you need to watch this movie. If you don't watch this movie, you are not even you don't even like movies. Frances McDormand's in it. Remember, she was in Fargo. Remember about that? She was in Three Billboards in Ebbing's, Missouri. Remember her? She's in this movie called Nomadland. You need to watch it. it sound like a Rick and Morty. Thing. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Come on, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty for life. Rick and Morty. Adventures.com. Rick and Morty. Backslash backslash Rick and Morty Adventures. Morty. My favorite, my favorite thing about Rick and Morty is like the pauses in between. Like, Rick and Morty. Both Rick and Morty are so bad at, at talking that like they. <laughs> well, it's so improvised. They'll just like pause, like Mort- Morty, you don't understand, but and he'll like burp and then like you know it's just it's just so good. Anyway, Rick, what are you? Talking Didn't they about? do? They did an episode of Rick and Morty like completely drunk. They that he does his he does his method acting. He he does a lot of his yeah uh, um, voice recordings drunk. He gets yeah, Justin, like absolutely hammered Justin, and then does Justin, nothing the next day. Justin Roiland is a very interesting character. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah but he plays both Rick and Morty. So I mean, it's a, that. It's see, a lot I of, thought he did. I thought he did both characters. Yes, and I was like watching one movie. I was like, that's John Oliver. <laughs> yeah, he was in uh, the Anatomy Park episode. Anyway, um, enough about Rick and Morty though. 
Um, so I think we're getting close to the end here. So we just have stock market. Well, that's easy. We're only investing in gravy. We're only on the gravy yeah, train. Yeah, dude. I'm on Everybody the gravy train I'm hard. not investing in on the except gravy for gravy. Train. Okay, and feedback. We did get um, uh, some feedback from a, a guy named Jake. He, um, he gave us a list of movies that we'll probably add to our list, most of them at least. We've seen uh, some of them, but we haven't uh, done actual reviews about them. So thank you for giving us your list, Jake. And I have one listener who really wants us to review Master and Commander, oh, no. uh, Far End of the Ocean, or I think that's what it's called. And uh, so we'll have to review that soon. Uh, and we'll, we'll get that on the list. If you like have an in-depth conversation with me about like a movie that you want me to review, I'd be more likely to re- want to review it on the podcast. So just for every one of you out there who are frustrated with with uh, us not reviewing your movie. With you- Killer Sofa. <laughs> instead, we're reviewing Killer Sofa instead of listen- watching like Joker or The Social Network or like critically oh, acclaimed movies. If you guys do The Social Network... I want to be on the podcast. That was such a good movie. Yeah, a lot of people really, really like that movie. That was an amazing. Personally, movie. it's not my favorite it. Fincher movie, but I must admit, it's very well made. It was very fantastic. Well okay, and uh, yeah, so now we just have our final thoughts on the movie. I'm just gonna state the title of the movie: Killer Sofa. <laughs> um, I I would say, uh, Killer Sofa: A Soul Sucking Adventure. <laughs> Have you guys seen this movie, Killer Sofa? <laughs> guys, you gotta watch this movie. It's like there's a sofa and it kills people. <laughs> and it kills bro. people. Like, like it's, it's also it's so rad. Them and they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just a lot of there's so many if, layers today. If you don't want to watch this movie, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like, what is the point of living your life at this point? <laughs> so just pull that lever, recline, and relax, and enjoy this movie. Yeah. Okay, our next movie now next week is always TBA because we never know who's going to be on the podcast. And we nice. keep saying it every week. We will. Ne- we we should just erase it from here. Nah. But we won't. We'll <laughs> All right. Well, now it comes to the end of this. Um, uh, Alec, thank you for uh, joining us. It was absolutely. Very fun. Thanks for having me on. And now we every week we have the ult- we have the ultimate opportunity to close the movie vault. So we got to uh, get back inside the movie vault. We're very meta about the movie vault. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. okay. The movie vault is a real location that me and Zach live in. It has it's lined. Every single time we watch a movie, we get to put that DVD. This is our twenty-sixth movie that we. Oh, you in you go vault. into the movie vault and yeah. put the. Oh, okay. And then I we see. shut the door at the end of every episode. And we and live there, and we just throughout the week we just plan for next week. <laughs> Wait, you live in the movie vault? Yes. <laughs> we have a bunk bed. Oh, nice. Okay. Fair enough. Then. If you if you've ever been to Zach's apartment, which I'm not telling you anything about where that is, um, because so many people will try to store. Yeah, I know. You know you've got a lot of listeners, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So, but uh, it is not much bigger than a bank vault. So, no, it's <laughs> so that's exactly where we are. Okay. All right. So, do you uh, want to, we basically you, just make any noise as we close the do, vault. Do you so. want to shut the vault? I, I can shut the vault. Okay. <laughs> Kanye.